Hi folks, it's time for another episode of Tony the Vlogger Podcast with your host Tony. Hope you are doing good. Here we go. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Tony the Vlogger Podcast called Just Chatting. Now this week I didn't have a specific idea or topic, so what I've done is taken a few different things to talk about and split them into different topics. Mostly it will be reviews and a little bit around a theme park that I really love, and I will also tell you where you can find this podcast. So the first topic I'm going to be talking about is the movie Yesterday. So the plot of the movie Yesterday is a young musician is in a bike crash with a bus and wakes up in a world where no one remembers the Beatles. He takes songs that the Beatles wrote and shares them as his own. He works with Ed Sheeran on some of the songs as well. This young musician's name is Jack Malik, who lives in Lowestoft. Now, I'd just like to point out that most of the locations used in this movie were in Norfolk, including Galston, Lowestoft, Buckingham and Cantley. Now, I really enjoyed this movie and um, if I had to score it out of 10, I would give it a 9. It's a really great movie and if I had to watch it again... I would not hesitate. I recommend that if you get the chance to watch it, then do. Now, I know that this um, section is small, but I don't really want to give too much of the movie away because I want you guys to go watch it for yourselves. Now, the next topic is about a business that I run with one of my friends. So let's smooth on over to that topic. So, this topic is about a business that I run with one of my friends. We sell face masks and scrunchies at the moment, but soon we are going to be moving on to tote bags, aprons and many other things. Now, I'm the assistant manager and when the manager is away, uh, I take care of the business. Now, you can contact us in many ways, including Instagram or our email, which I will tell you in a minute. We also have a website which will be in the description of this podcast. So if you want to find us on Instagram, then you need to search Simply Sewing Business, no spaces. And our profile picture is a photo of a flower with our company name, which is Simply Sewing. If you want to email us with any orders, then you can contact us at simplysewingcontact at gmail.com. So that's simplysewingcontact at gmail.com. No capitals or spaces. I will put all these in the description as well. We will answer emails and messages as quickly as we can. And if you want to find out our price list, then if you look on our website, you'll be able to find our prices and a bit more about us. And that really concludes this section. So the next topic is the celebrity circle the stand-up to cancer. So, a few weeks ago, TV viewers who watched The Circle were happy for the first ever celebrity circle, the stand-up to cancer. Now, in this, we see celebrities go into apartment buildings where they can't see anyone or talk face-to-face. They use a social media network called the circle. Now we saw Denise Van Outen 
Duncan from Blue, Ricky Melvin from Radio 1, Saffron Barker, and Bag of Chips. There were a few other people in there, and some of them were playing themselves, and some were catfishes. Now, what catfishes is where you become somebody else. So, really, I'm not going to reveal who won, as I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it yet. But I think it was nice to see that celebrities got a chance to be a part of the Circle family. But for the people who don't understand how the Circle works, I shall now explain it to you. So the Circle is a competition show which sees each contestant move into a newly refurbished block of flats in Salford and handed the keys to their own apartment. None of the show's participants have ever met one another in person. Instead, they communicate through a specially designed social media app called The Circle. Now, The Circle is completely voice activated, meaning the contestants speak to one another through the app rather than face to face. The game means that each person can pretend to be whatever and whoever they want to be. They only get to see the other contestant when they are knocked out of the game or as it's called blocked. At the end of the series, the most popular player for Stand Up to Cancer um, I can't remember what happens because I haven't watched it in a long time, but for the normal circle, you win £100,000 in prize money. So I really enjoyed the series and I'm now still going through the main version of the circle, which is really, really good at the moment. So, what we're going to do now is, I received a message from a listener named Chelsea, so I thought I would answer her question for her live. So yes, in a second you are going to hear the recording of the message that she sent me, um, So, and then I will answer it. Um. If anybody wants to send me a message, then go to anchor.fm slash Tony hyphen the hyphen vlogger six slash message. So that's anchor.fm slash Tony the vlogger six slash message. So let's have a quick listen and then I will answer that question. My question for you is where would you like to be in 10 years time? From Dunley's podcast and YouTube. So yes, going back to the message um, that this person has sent me, Chelsea. Um, I just want to thank her for sending me a message. Um, I know Chelsea personally. Um, she is a good old friend of mine. Um, so if any of you have any questions or things you want to send me, like a message. Then you need to go to anchor.fm slash Tony hyphen the hyphen vlogger six slash message. So I'm going to put it in the description as well. So don't worry. Now, the question she asked was in 10 years, where do I want to be whilst doing this podcast and YouTube? 
because I do YouTube as well under the name of Tony the Vlogger. Um, so I really want to be having loads of people listening to this podcast, maybe from around the world and watching my YouTube channel. Um, I want to be doing well. I want to be in a job earning money. I want to have a family and be settled down. Um, and probably setting up a big gaming channel on YouTube, hopefully in the next 10 years is what I want. Uh, cause I want to do some let's plays. Um, really it's hard to think of things to do because of this lockdown you can't get outside to make videos like in theme parks until the 12th of april um i know i'm going to be talking about something that is happening soon in the next episode um so really that's all i can talk about on this part um yeah so let's move over to topic four which is the great stand-up to cancer bake-off so again this is a celebrity version of the great british bake-off where over a few weeks four different celebrities compete in three rounds of baking competition to win star baker for that week now no one gets sent home as this is all for charity. Now, so far, the contestants have been Daisy Ridley from Star Wars, Dame Kelly Holmes, the gold medal Olympian, KSI, the YouTuber, and Marie, the singer-songwriter, and various others. Now, from the release of this episode of the podcast, there have been three or four episodes of Bake Off. Um, I really love it. It's to do with cooking. And if you like cooking shows, then, like I do, you love and will like this show. Um, there has been other cooking stuff on, including MasterChef. And recently, what has begun since last week is The Great British Menu. Oh, fantastic program. Um, so, it's for each year, it's for a different banquet and it's a different theme. And this year's theme is British Ingenuity and Inventions. Well, not British, but like Inventions and Ingenuity. So, the fifth topic I want to talk about um, is going to be Top 10 Musicals. I know, random. But I think I need to tell everyone my Top 10 Musicals. So, let's go on. Now, I'm going to give my top 10 musicals. I know that different people have their different orders, and I may not mention some of the musicals other people may say. So, at 10, it's got to be Cats from 2019. Now, I've seen the original version of Cats. That was really, really good. And then they sort of... I don't want to say it, but they ruined the movie cats with how they did the brand new one um some people may think that it was really good i like the songs in it and the characters that were portrayed 
but I just didn't think it worked as well. Number nine is going to be Hairspray Live. Now, I've seen the normal Hairspray movie, and I didn't really enjoy the live version um, again. Number eight is going to be Beetlejuice the Musical. Now, Beetlejuice the Musical is a good, good musical, and it changes the way that the movie was told. But... It's just, I feel like it's lacking something, and I can't put my finger on it. Number seven is going to be Little Shop of Horrors. Now, I haven't seen this musical yet, but I've heard the songs, and from the songs, it sounds quite meh. Uh, But I don't want to be nasty. Um, I'm going to try and watch it sometime. Number six is Love Never Dies. Now, this is the sequel to Phantom of the Opera. Now, Phantom is somewhere in this list. Um, But Love Never Dies is an unusual really telling of a sequel. I'm not going to give any of these movies away, like the plots and that. I think if you're into musicals, watch them yourself. Number five is Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Love the movie, love the music. Um, It's just once you've seen it, you've seen it. Number four is Jesus Christ Superstar. Now, I've watched Jesus Christ Superstar about... 12 or 13 times, and I still love it. I still love all the music. Um, Number three, Shrek the Musical. Now, this has just recently come onto Netflix uh, for people to watch, and it is a fantastic musical. It's the retelling of the first Shrek movie, but more funny and just with songs. Um, all the people that played the characters from Shrek did it fantastically. Number two has to be Hamilton. I love Hamilton so much. I I would probably watch it again soon. I probably am going to watch it again very soon. And really, my number one, it's got to be my favourite musical of all time, It's by Andrew Lloyd Webber, and it's Phantom of the Opera. Now, this musical just keeps giving and giving and giving. Even though if you watch it over and over and over again, there is bits that you miss every single time. And it's just amazing. Um, So, we are moving on to topic number six, which is our theme park updates so over the past few weeks we have found out from many different theme parks in the uk including fantasy island and alton towers what is coming for the 2021 season which begins on the 12th of april if ratings allow so first i'm going to talk about fantasy island um now 
I have visited this theme park many, many times during my years. Um, I normally go when I visit Butlins. I am hoping that I'm going in October sometime. Hopefully. I really love this park and love when they add new additions to the park. So I know that over the years they added Frisbee uh, and Ice Mountain and changed this colour scheme for the two main roller coasters and also changed the inside of the pyramid. Now, I will tell you I have ridden both of the roller coasters. I've ridden Ice Mountain, I've ridden Frisbee and I've seen the inside of the pyramid. It looks amazing. I'm happy how it is. And then we found out that this year they're bringing in a few new rides. But before we get onto the new rides, I'm going to talk through the rides that I like the most. Um, I have so many. So, I want to start with Ice Mountain, um, which sadly is no longer going to be operating this season at Fantasy Island. I will tell you why later. Um, now, Ice Mountain is normally situated at Hyde Park's Winter Wonderland. But Fantasy Island took it on, um, and I kept hearing some great reviews about the ride from various different people and YouTubers. And then when I was able to go and ride it, and I rode it, I could see why people liked it so much. It's an indoor spinning coaster themed around the North Pole. Now, due to the new rides coming in... Um, as I've just said, Ice Mountain, sadly, is no longer going to be operating at Fantasy Island for the 2021 season. Um, I'm happy that I rode it. I loved it. And it's because of one of the new... One of the three new rides, sorry, that have been announced by Fantasy Island over the past few weeks. Yes, Fantasy Island is getting three, not one. Not two, but three brand new rides. I'm really excited. We have found out a lot about the first two and a tiny bit about the third. Now, another one of my favourite rides is called The Volcano, which is a shoot tower slash sky drop type ride. Um, when I was younger, my sister took me on it and I literally was scared to ride it. Um, I went back a few years later and I rode... I went on it. Um, in 2018-19, I believe, and I really, really loved it. You get amazing views from when you're in the air of the beach, of Skegness Beach. You see Butlins, you can see the caravan parks. Now, it's the chairs are on four sides, so it's all the way around, and it's a fantastic little ride. Well, it's not little, it's quite big, but it's amazing. Um, now, I know for a fact, well, I think I know for a fact that this ride is not leaving the park. If it ever does leave, it will be sad to actually see it go. My third ride that I like is the Odyssey, which is a black and yellow roller coaster, which has the tallest lift hill in Europe, I believe. Now, this used to be called the Jubilee Odyssey, um, and it used to be white and red. Now they painted it when they revamped most of the park, um, and it's amazing what they did. Um, 
I have been on this ride five times already, and hopefully when I'm able to go back, I will not hesitate to ride it again. Um, I also rode the other coaster called Millennium, but I had my <laughs> I had my eyes closed for the first time. So this time, if I go back, I'm not going to close my eyes. I'm going to see it. I'm going to ride it, and I'm probably going to love it. Now, the fourth ride I like is Sea Aquarium, which is a slow and calm children's water boat ride. Now, this ride has a really catchy ride tune. I've been on this ride so many times that every time I think of this ride, the catchy tune comes into my head. Now, I can't, I won't sing it for you because I don't want to get it stuck in your head and in mine again. But I will be riding this the next time I go. Um, I'm now going to put the next few rides together as my fifth favourite. So the rides that are my fifth are the Log Flume, Toucan Tours, Mystical Dragon Mountain and the Air Balloon Ride. Now Toucan Tours is a monorail ride uh, going behind like the story, the children's story of the curse of Fantasy Island. Um, Mystical Dragon Mountain is a water um, float ride, and the air balloon ride is you're in an air balloon going around um, the top of the pyramid. I've been on them so many times and really enjoy riding them. So I think it's now time to move on to the three new announced rides, and I'm going to say what I think of the new additions, and for the third ride, which we don't really know much about i am going to give my thoughts so let's go so the first new ride we found out about is called spinning racer now we've already seen what this ride looks like uh it's a spinning coaster and i'm gonna say that it's a smaller version of dragon's fury from chessington and spinball wizard from alton towers if you have a look at them on your own I really like the look of this ride and can't wait to ride it and then give my reviews on the ride. I think that the first new ride seems like it's going to be popular with thrill seekers and adrenaline junkies. I certainly know that when I can, I will be riding it. So the description of this ride that Fantasy Island has released is this. Be prepared to experience accelerated spins, uncontrollable belly laughs, and extreme thrills. This attraction not only reaches 70 kilometers per hour, but whirls you in every direction possible. Adrenaline junkies, be prepared to feel the ultimate rush. Now, to me, this sounds like it's gonna be a fantastic ride. I have seen the layout of the track, and it will be extreme. But I just can't wait to get out there and ride it. Now the second ride we know about is called the Guardian. Now we don't know what this ride looks like just yet. But there is speculation it could be a claw typed ride where you are spun upside down. But the description gives you this. Get ready for an exhilarating quest. Be totally immersed in a world where every turn decides your fate. Their latest 
attraction will require courageous knights from across the realm to take on the growing darkness. Will you be able to survive the blazing adventure that awaits? The kingdom depends on you. Now, this sounds like another great ride that they are adding to the park. But sadly, as this ride is going to be indoors, it will not open until the 17th of May. I'm excited again to be able to get out there and try the second new ride that they announced when we can. Now, the third and final ride we have only found out about a few weeks now. Uh, not that long, really. Like earlier this week and last week. And the name of the ride is Harrington Flint's Island Adventure. Well, that's what it says on the park map that they posted on their social media. But this is all we know other than that it has a great description and there is speculation about this being a water ride from some people. But from the description, I think it may be a target practice ride. Explore the deepest, darkest jungles only in island adventures. You'll need bravery and sharp wits to survive Harrington Flint's latest adventure. Have you got what it takes to stop the ancient curse of the Balba? Get ready for an adventure that will push you to the limits. And another description is, an evil awakens. Will you be able to stop it? Explorers, choose your team wisely. The newest adventure at Fantasy Island is fast-paced, immersive, and highly interactive. And that is all the news, other than that they are adding other rides for the 12th of April, because they won't be able to open the indoor section until the 17th of May. Now, from what I can remember, I think they're putting in a Caterpillar ride, and a pirate ship and a few others now from the description that i just told you that's why i think it's probably a shooting game choose your team wisely and then the newest adventure highly interactive interactive so but fast paced could also make it sound like a water ride so could it be you're in a boat with guns, laser guns, shooting... That could be it. I think, right, my speculation has just changed. I think it is a water ride. That is a shooting target practice water ride. It's going to be custom built according to the park. And I think that all the updates that they are adding are great for them. I love updates to theme parks. I love seeing what changes happen. I've seen many changes from my local uh, park, which is Great Yarmouth, Pleasure Beach, and Pleasurewood Hills. I've seen so many updates from them. And it's great to see that theme parks keep adding things to their parks. Uh, I know Portland's Park is just done Tornado Springs, which is a brand new area for this year when it opens. Um, there's loads of changes, even Alton Towers, which is what I'm going to talk about next. They're adding changes as well to what they are offering so talking of Orton Towers I think we should now talk about the updates we have heard from Alton Towers for the past coming 
days. Now, Alton Towers has announced that the new attraction, Gangster Granny the Ride, will open on the 17th of May 2021, subject to government guidelines. Now, they have also released first look images of Gangster Granny the Ride, revealing the groundbreaking brand new family attraction that brings to life David Williams' most popular children's novel. The thrilling new multi-sensory ride experience will see guests join the main characters as they attempt the greatest heist in the history of the world. To steal the crown jewels. The new images reveal the exhilarating journey guests will take from the very moment they step foot on the royal carriage through to a sneak peek of the 3D projection mapping and animation inspired by the artwork of Tony Ross. Guests will aboard a royal carriage as they set off on a remarkable tour of London's crown jewels, only to be swept up in Ben and Granny's exhilarating escapade. The ride will whiz, twist and spin through the sewers on a 360 degree special effect laden wild ride to break into the crown jewels vault. Passengers will see, feel hear and smell this unique retelling of the gangster granny story as they descend with ben and granny into the sewers get chased through the streets of london and even come face to face with the queen now the fun doesn't stop there a whole area of the theme park has been transformed inspired by the world of david williams so the world of david williams is now situated where cuckoo land used to be which used to hold charlie and the chocolate factory ride now from what i can tell this is where this ride gangster granny is gonna be set because that old charlie and the chocolate factory was a big show building um so i think it's gonna be in there now as well as Gangster Granny the Ride, the new themed area will feature a host of other rides and attractions where guests can A. Pick up a crazy bargain in Raj's shop, race on a regular thoroughbred on the Royal Carousel, giggle with delight on Raj's bouncy bottom burp, and encounter other surprises and twists along the way. Now, David Williams said, I can't wait for Gangster Granny the Ride to finally come to life and open its doors to families. The images really showcase the amazing production behind the ride, and it's a real delight to see my characters brought to life. Now, Alton Towers have also revealed images of the new Gangster Granny themed bedrooms in the on-site Alton Towers Hotel. Now, I'm looking at the photos right now, and from what I can tell, the hotel have put in a lot of money to do this same as the theme park the theme park is putting loads and loads of money into doing this um now i want to go and talk about alton towers gardens because there has been some changes that we know now they have been open for a little bit of time uh i think they opened a few days ago and this year they have added a garden shop into the gardens which is in the glass building right at the top near the uh, tree arches 
And I think that this is a great addition to the resort um, as then people can buy flowers. Because as the full resort isn't fully open, all the rides aren't open, there's not much to really do other than look around at what's changed from what we can see. But I think we will move on to the events that are coming for this year. Okay, so Austin Towers Resort has announced an exciting calendar of events and entertainment set to feature this coming year, throughout this year. Uh, from the return of fan favourites such as Oktoberfest and Scarefest, as well as the addition of a brand new Mardi Gras event. And also this season, we'll see the arrival of three retro-inspired pop-up funfair rides for guests to enjoy, providing a thrilling trip down memory lane, but more details are to be released. Now the calendar of events and entertainment include New for 2021, Mardi Gras. Now this is going to run from the 22nd of May to the 20th of June. Debuting for the first time this season, Mardi Gras, which is set to start summer off with a carnival-style celebration. Running during May and June, this event promises to be full of dazzling colours, sounds and full of life entertainment. The carnival is also set to include a range of foods from around the world, ready to tantalise the taste buds of visitors. Also new for the 2021 season is the Ultimate Summer of Fun, which is set to run through the main summer holidays. Currently, the resort is remaining tight-lipped about what's in store for this sunny season spectacular. The next, we have Oktoberfest, which is running from the 11th of September to the 3rd of October. Now, running for a second season is Oktoberfest. So following on from the successful launch last year, the Bavarian festivities will return from September to October. This family fun festival will offer its much-loved German-influenced entertainment, food and music to guests of all ages. Now there will also be the chance to ride some of the resort's attractions as darkness falls as the park remains open late. Their next one has been going for a few years now, and it is Scarefest, which runs from the 8th to the 10th, and then the 16th to the 31st of October. Now, no Alton Towers season would be complete without going to Scarefest, and this year is no different. Experience the spooky season once more with spine-tingling scare mazes, fantastically freaky family fun, and nighttime riding across the resort and then from the 5th to the 7th of november we have their fireworks now following the cancellation of 2020's event the spectacular alton towers fireworks is set to return in november featuring a dazzling display of fireworks lighting effects and live action storytelling this is a truly fantastic finale to the main season now They're doing one more event, which is Christmas, which runs from the 27th of November to the 23rd of December. 
Expected to build on last year's event, Christmas returns to Wilton Towers with a brand new Towers Christmas Market, which will join the Yuletide lineup, along Christmassy entertainment, food and atmosphere. It remains to be seen if this year's event will be exclusively for hotel guests only, or if the resort will be opened up to everyone like last year. Now, Chris Carter, who is Events and Entertainment's Director at Alton Towers Resort, said this. This year, we are planning to host ongoing fun and thrills for families and thrill-seekers throughout the season. We are excited to be able to offer something brand new for our guests, as well as stage the return of our popular Oktoberfest, Halloween celebrations, and awesome fireworks shows. We are really looking forward to welcoming our guests back to the resort. We've got a team of essential workers currently on site preparing for reopening to ensure we create a same memorable, exciting and family-friendly atmosphere that our guests know and love. Now, I think that the new additions for this year are a great step for the park as it gives people new things to enjoy. And our final topic for today is how you can listen to this podcast. So, let's go! So, if you want to listen to the podcast, you may be listening to it on YouTube, on Spotify, or on other podcast platforms such as Google Podcasts or on Anchor.fm. So, if you haven't found it yet, or you want to tell your friends how to find it, then you can find it on YouTube at Tony the Vlogger which is my YouTube channel, and I will be adding these into a playlist. You can find it on Spotify under Tony the Vlogger Podcast, or you can find it on Google Podcasts under the same name. And if you want to listen to it on the Anchor website, you just go to anchor.fm slash Tony hyphen the hyphen vlogger. And really, that's it for this episode. For the next episode will be sooner than you think. So until next time, it's goodbye from me, and I'll see you all very soon. You have been listening to Tony the Vlogger Podcast Episode 0 with your host Tony. Hope you all enjoyed. This is a podcast production for Tony the Vlogger. See you all next week. Bye bye.